Our collection here at East Shore Middle School is constantly needing to change. It changes based on the needs and populations of our students and the general philosophies of adolescent literature at the time. One of the things I've seen lately is the need for LGBTQ plus representation in books. If you're never to see yourself depicted, not in story, nor song, nor poem, nor painting, nor prose, no shred of a tale by some distant kindred soul who saw and knew and felt then as you do now. Oh, if we can't write diversity into sci-fi, then what's the point? You don't create new worlds to give them all the same limits of the old ones. End quote. Jane Eppinson. The more I write stories for young people and the more young readers I meet, the more I'm struck by how much kids long to see themselves in stories, to see their identities and perspectives, their avatars, on the page. When I was a kid... I often lost myself in books to escape in other worlds. I'd find characters I could relate to and feel less alone and weird. I want that opportunity for all of my students. Nobody deserves to feel alone. And, and else another who loved and bore witness. Never see yourself as, a, as crude caricature, mythical beast, or Magdalene penitent. You believe no other like you ever existed. You begin to wonder if you even exist at all. End quote. It's important to have an understanding of other people. You can't judge a person by how they appear or their traditions or what they believe in. People should be judged on how they treat others. Stereotypes are used more often in teen fiction books than in other genres. Stereotypes don't usually accurately portray people. They're extremes, but most people fall in between. There are so many different worlds, so many different suns, and we have just one world, but we live in different ones. End quote. Mark Knopfler. Dire Straits, Brother in Arms. Margaret Bennett, Insects, Volume 2, The Necropolis. End quote. Paolo Bacigalupi. Loneliness does not necessarily equal physical solitude. It is the inability to be oneself and rightfully represented as oneself. End quote. Jordan Hines. End quote. Nor Weird. End quote. Mrs. Megan Kim, East Shore Middle School. End quote. Chris Jammy, Colosophy. Thanks. End quote. Pamela Bejan, East Shore Middle School, School Librarian. Quote, if you want to make any human being into a monster, deny them, at a cultural level, any reflection of themselves. End quote. Jeanette Dais. In a world where stereotypes are plastered on every surface, it can be easy to feel isolated and alone. This is Turning Pages. I'm your host, Violet Wilson, and it's time to focus on the importance of accurate representation and the sea of stigma and stereotypes. It is crucial for us to feel represented and included, especially during times when you feel isolated and alone. It's important to understand that representation in this way occurs in all forms, not just in real life, but in the TV shows we watch, the video games we play, and the books we read. Specifically, accurate representation in literature helps us to feel less alienated and opens the door for us to understand other cultures and other experiences beyond our own. To this end, books with accurate representation influence us and can have a major impact on society. A historical example of this would be Harriet Beecher Stowe's portrayal of the lives of black slaves in Uncle Tom's Cabin. Her book taught white readers to better empathize with and become aware of the plight of slaves. It also helped to feel support for the abolitionist movement. Likewise, Little Woman by Louisa May Alcott depicted a world for young girls where they were the central main characters.
This was a major contrast from the previously male-dominated section of young adult literature. These are successes of the past, but how are we currently doing with diversity in literature? Our childhood picture books have helped to shape us as we have learned and grown. Ideally, these books should portray worlds and include the wide range of gender, ethnicity, and family dynamics that occur in reality. However, despite some progress being made, this is often not the case. Many children look in vain for an image that reflects themselves. They end up excluded from our storybooks, never seeing their own stories told. Readers frequently find that, even as they mature, bookshelves continue to lack books that represent them. PCKPublishing.com comments on this, saying that, quote, When the stories that most people read consist of white upper-class characters, they don't represent everyone doing the reading. This is a particular problem in children's and young adult literature, because kids need to see themselves presented in order to develop healthy self-images and to feel comfortable with who they are, end quote. A lack of cultural representation can also impact our lives by causing us to be more susceptible to stereotypes. Buying into stereotypes can hinder our ability to empathize with others. The inaccuracy of stereotypes distorts our view of the individual, causing us to make assumptions and develop prejudices. Conversely, accurate representation shows the complexity of human experience and helps us to connect to someone else's unique view of the world. An example of this is Sharon M. Draper's Blended, a compelling story about the effects of divorce on a young girl and the intricacies of balancing the everyday ethnic backgrounds of her parents. The story draws attention to everyday racism and bias, putting an emphasis on the difficulty of discovering one's identity when constantly torn between two worlds. In this way, a realistic portrayal of diversity in a young adult novel highlights the perspective of a minority whose story is underrepresented in both literature and in day-to-day -day life. Stereotypes in literature also misrepresent our own experiences. Identifying with stereotyped characters can limit our expectations of ourselves. If you identify as male and you see boys depicted as strong and stoic, you may feel the need to conform in order to comply with those stereotypes. If you identify as female and you see girls depicted as emotional and people-pleasing, you might find yourself wondering if that's how you should be. A study on the effects of stereotyped representation in television on female and people of color's viewers' self-esteem relates to this issue, concluding that, quote, children with higher levels of television viewership were more likely to believe gender stereotypes as their viewership of gender stereotyped shows increased. Parentheses, Thompson and Serbino's 1997, and that, quote, women who watch gender stereotype conforming as compared to gender stereotype breaking commercials are more likely to conform and less likely to show confidence in public speaking than those shown commercials defying gender stereotypes, end quote, parentheses, Jennings, Waldschit, Geese, and Brown, 1980. While the focus with this study was on television, the same principle can easily be applied to books in their use of gender stereotypes. There are also many books that fail to capture the nuances of sexuality without falling into stereotypes. Troops such as The Bush Lesbian or The Flamboyant Gay Person oversimplify the lives of those in the LGBTQ community. Books should expand our views and clue us into the worlds of others instead of isolating us and serving only to reinforce outdated social standards. Instead of isolating us with inaccurate representations, stories can connect us, allowing us to peek into the reflections of each other and better understand ourselves. If you want to look deeper into this topic, check out diversebooks.org. We've reached the last page for now. This is Violet Wilson, signing off.